you're listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration, a podcast dedicated to helping software executives stay on the cutting edge of sales and marketing in their industry. Let's get into the show. Hi, welcome to B2B Revenue Acceleration. My name is Aurélien Mottier, and I'm here today with Adam Smith, founder and director at Damtech. How are you today, Adam? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very, very busy. All is good. I thought there was going to be some time for a holiday or something this summer, but it's been really, really busy. So no, no real time to do that. But yeah, really excited to have a conversation and have a little chat. I feel for you because I'm French and uh, I think everybody <laughs> thinks that I'm, I'm actually going off for two months in July and August and I have absolutely zero holiday this summer. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean when, it, when it's really warm outside and you've got to be working. It's, uh, it's, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a shame, but there you go. Business is good. That's the most important. So business is business. Topic, same. <laughs> absolutely, and you need to be on the on the deck. So the the topic of uh, of today's episode is why not all marketing is right for you. But before we go into that conversation, Adam, could you please introduce yourself to our audience and, and also tell us a little bit more about Damtech, the the company that you you founded? Of course, yeah. So I created Damtech way back in two thousand and six. And I was entering a space where there were literally hundreds of marketing and website design companies starting up. Back in 2006, I was only 16, and I spotted a little bit of a gap in the market where creating an organization focused on customer experience and business growth was far better than just creating another web design agency that was focusing on the same thing. And I really wanted to offer something unique. Um, fast forward to now, we've now grown into one of the leading digital agencies and thought leaders in, in sort of growth techniques. As a company, we're now accelerating growth by doubling in size. We're looking at heavily investing in understanding the future trends of marketing. And our whole mission is based around creating a unique experience for our clients and strategically delivering campaigns on really scaling much smarter and, and better. Um, and that's yeah. really, really a unique selling point for us, really. Absolutely. And that's a wonderful mission as well, which is kind of linked to the topic we're going to discuss today. So th that's a good bridge to my first question, which you know, through your experience, so I, I, I do believe, because we've met, that you are not 16 anymore. I believe that you may you may have a few years of experience now. So. <laughs> yeah, I wish sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you've been working in the in the digital marketing space for for a little while now, and and I'm sure that through that time you've witnessed many shifts in in social media, SEO, inbound marketing strategy, digital advertising, and etc. And while this world is ever changing, and what we feel at Operatics when we, we look sometimes at our clients or what we see in the markets or when we go to a sales meeting and, and speak to people about, uh, about accelerating digital activity is that most companies try to follow the flow and keep up with the digital trends. But they often fail because they are just following what everyone else is doing. And, and we do feel that it doesn't really mean that they are doing the right thing for their brand. So that's a statement. What I would like to understand from you, and if you are to speak to a net new clients, what would you recommend them as to what a company need to do in order to keep in, or what a company should keep in mind before they invest in new, different type of digital marketing strategy? Yeah, totally. So, and to your first point, and you're really right, and back five years ago, even in sort of 2014, business owners and marketing teams were becoming and developing this sort of scattergun approach to marketing and marketing back then was extremely experimental and was only sort of done with with very little direction and, and everything like that and businesses seem to just try anything and everything rather than being strategic actually over what would work for them 
And nowadays, there are so many insights and so much data available that you can truly build a marketing strategy to aid your business growth around what is going to work for you. Um, my first bit of advice for that would be, you know, start by outlining your future goals and then think about who your most successful customers have been today. Ultimately, that information and that company historic data will really benefit you and truly help you understand where your actual audience and targeting of your marketing needs to be. Once you find this out, you'll be then able to define the actual audience you need to reach. And then also, this will help your, your sort of marketing activities um, sort of reach the audience and the right audience who has the intent to purchase your products and services. When you're sort of planning and running your marketing, you need to remember that each of the platforms and strategies that you run will have different intents and different outcomes. And the golden rule is really is not to get disheartened about if some strategies don't go as well as planned, because at the end of the day, marketing is progressive and you need to learn to test different strategies and campaign models to see what works best for you. But ultimately, mm -hmm. um, you know, by focusing things more strategically and, and looking back at historic data, you can really then plan your future campaigns um, and then have some that are not just focused around sort of brand awareness, but some will be then based around lead generation. And actually, you know, every platform will perform differently and no platform will will perform the same. I'm a firm believer in sort of, uh, you know, focusing your marketing efforts on campaigns that will grow your business rather than wasting time and effort and resources on weaker opportunities that aren't going to work. And ultimately, tying this into a sales approach, you know, um, your sales teams are a vital part of any business. You know, your sales and marketing teams, teams should be totally aligned. By getting a better marketing strategy, which will qualify better quality leads, your sales team will spend then more time working on relevant prospects to build a better and stronger pipeline. And ultimately, that's something that every business needs to achieve far more efficiently with their marketing in, in this day and age, really. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you. And then based on the couple of points or the couple of stages that you mentioned, what do you think, if there is one, that is the most important between the actual end user you are trying to sell to versus your product in order to define what your marketing strategy should be what, what what is leading the digital marketing strategy is it both or the product or the end user it is both so everything should be totally aligned and aligning your products to you know to to work more closely with your your marketing and also look at things like historic data looking at future trends and really understanding getting a grip at the end of the day the whole thing should should work together it should be its own engine in a way and, and move move forward positively into the right direction of then obviously generating more revenue for, for businesses yeah and i like what you had to say also around the, the trial and test that sort of marketing lab where you've got to try things you've got to potentially train new platform you've got to go out there and, and measure the real results and results is funny i remember you, know, you mentioned five years ago i don't know if it was exactly five years ago but we were in lots of meetings where people were considering the strength of their marketing or the strength of their brand by looking at how many likes they were getting on Facebook, for example, <laughs> because Facebook was trendy. Now it seems that everybody's been migrating from Facebook to Instagram or some other platform. But we always had the question of saying, well, look, you had 10,000 likes. Fantastic. How many deals have you actually closed at the back of that? Okay. So the question I've got for you is when you run that sort of marketing lab, when do you decide to stop? When do you decide to double? What are the KPIs that you should look at to really make decisions on, on, on what's working, what's not working from a digital marketing strategy? Um, so we would always um, sort of put metrics in place to understand the data, both monthly, quarterly and annually. By assessing, you know, which strategies that you're going to be running all the time, you're going to be able to 
really strategically report on what is and what isn't working, better qualifying leads, um, and really looking at what is going to drive traffic. Because ultimately, it's all well and good getting 1,000, 10,000, 100,000 likes. But at the end of the day, if you don't get the engagement and don't obviously get the lead and, and the sales coming in, then it is it just yeah. you're, you're wasting resource on a task that is just a vanity figure. You know, it's not anything that's going to going to grow your business. So ultimately, you need to almost step back out of it. And, and for a lot of our customers, we do that quarterly where we'll sit there and, and look over every strategy to date and really look. Sometimes, you know, on the flip side of that, you do need to learn how to sort of sit back and let it run its course. And because sometimes it's it's a short term goal and a short term KPI. Sometimes it's a much wider and longer, longer sort of part of marketing in terms of brand awareness building. You know, the more likes you do get that are qualified and, and, and sort of engaging with your brand, there is a long term benefit to that. And it isn't necessarily about getting short term leads every single month straight away. I mean, you do need to think about the bigger picture um, as, as part of that as well. No, absolutely. I think, I think the brand is, is something that came to a. Uh... To reality to me not so long ago and, and and by the way for all our audience adam and, and dam take out the company that operatics has selected to to help us in running our, our all our digital activity from website seos and everything so we, we we've been working together for a little while now but i'm going to give you a live feedback as a as a customer then adam i was sitting in front of a ceo of a cloud infrastructure company at an event a few months ago in north america and what that guy told me actually was made me uh, probably brought a massive smile on my face. He just said to me, look, I've heard about operatics. I've heard an awful lot of very good things about operatics. And really the only question that I've got for you is, can I afford your services? And that really got me very happy because I am the sort of person that will always not complain, but ask questions to the marketing team about results. Where are my leads? Where is the business? How can we track? How can we do this, that? And I've got my marketing team telling me it's not just that. This is the, the, the tip of the iceberg, but you've got to look at the rest and what we're doing for the brand and all those sort of things that you can't perceive or just measure or catch. And, and that's kind of the real first time that he actually slapped me back in the face. And I really, really, you know, it's, it's, it's an enjoyable feeling when, when you feel that, you know, you build up your own company and you start to have a brand. People start to speak about your brand. And I think this is critical. Now, coming back to my next question, I was just a, a little bit of an aparte. But coming back to my next question, you did mention in your introduction that a big part of what you do or what you want to do as a business is really to look at the future trends and what's happening in the future. So if we were to take out the, the crystal ball and if you are to predict or give me some insight as to what you believe will be successful in the future, could you could you share that with our audience? What, what, what do you think we should keep our eyes on totally. from a trend? Yeah. Because the thing is, you know, everyone uses the internet differently and even how we all did a few years ago. And at the end of the day, it is still constantly evolving. And, you know, we're seeing a huge trend um, at the moment around sort of the conversational marketing. And, and people at the end of the day nowadays don't want to be sold to. You know, they know it's important that businesses need to function as a marketing company. But ultimately, you know, sales and marketing approach need to, needs to become more humanized. And what we're seeing is a huge upward trend in this whole conversational marketing piece off the back of that. And, you know, as, as humans, we all want to feel special and touch points in our marketing need to be aligned with this. People want things now. Everything has become instant. If you think about instant messaging and communication, and there's almost a laziness, a laziness amongst us now where no one wants to wait for anything. So marketing needs to become more aligned with this. And we need to learn how to add more value to customers and prospects. And it's even things like 
you know, very similar to this podcast where we're creating new content insights that we can share and become thought leaders in, in the fields that we're in. And and that is a huge part of growing your business now where, you know, no one wants to be sold to, like I said just now. And ultimately, every business should learn how to think outside the box, go that extra mile and make their marketing more personal and human centric. And that's a huge trend now, but we're seeing a huge upward trend where this is going to continue and become normal over the next three to five years. But it's hugely important part of marketing that people need to understand that they need to they need to learn how to change their marketing in line with that if they're going to be successful in the next sort of three to five years. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's right on target, as, as you may have heard from some of the previous episodes that we, we recorded on the, on the B2B Revenue Acceleration show. There is a lot of conversation around account-based, everything, account-based marketing, account-based selling, yeah, which, yeah. which is conversational, conversational marketing in a way. Now, it's a topic, but I, I guess my question to you, and it's probably super open question because I appreciate depending <laughs> on the type of services you offer, depending on the type of audience you want to reach, you, you, there is not a right answer, but how do you actually do it? Or, or what would be the two or three rules that you would you would advise to, to people listening to us today on how to actually do it. Yeah, totally. Um, firstly, I would say don't overthink it. Um, you know, conversation is exactly this. It's, it's you know, very um, sort of just on the cuff sort of talking and, and discussion. Um, and I think in this day and age, people expect that type of marketing where, you know, a, a, a few years ago, it was all about scheduling at the right times, the right dates, making sure it goes um, out at the right times and having this strategy. And although strategy is important, I think from a real basic level, I think my number one golden rule was, would just be, you know, do it regularly, consistently and have that authenticity behind it where, you know, it, it doesn't feel so rigid and it just feels it feels like more caring and to make every person that you're dealing with, every prospect, every customer feel special. Um, and I think that is a huge part of what I would say is, you know, that is, would be my first approach to it. Okay, that sounds pretty much uh, pretty much aligned with what we we, we try, all of us are trying to do. So I appreciate that. So uh, coming back to measurement a little bit, and coming back to KPIs, and kind of the same question again, wide open because end user change, services and solutions are different. So I appreciate there is not one simple rule, but if you were to give us some very key KPIs that every single marketer should look at, what would they be? And first, I would say about sort of measuring the marketing is super important. And, you know, reporting in this day and age has become far easier. Um, and with things like data analytics and things, you can very easily set up goal completions and, and all different types of call tracking and things like that. And, and that way, you also back to the original question of, you know, making marketing, you know, less scattergun and more strategic you know, that will really, really help those campaigns find out which campaigns are working for you and which ones aren't. Another core element of this, I would say, would be to set up a lead quality score metric. And that way you can really define who your perfect customer is and understand whether the lead quality that is coming in um, and the measuring of that performance, you know, m making sure that when when you're you know getting the right quality leads in, they are being serviced in the right way to the right team and things like that as well. So, for example, um, you know, with Damtech, we score every single lead out of 10. Um, it isn't guesswork. It's not personal opinion. And that determines a score. We use data such as, you know, who is a decision maker? Are we talking to C-level? Are we talking to, to sales director? Are we talking to marketing assistant? You know, you know what is the, the turnover of that company? And we've created then our own equation. And we do this with a lot of our clients. Um, and that actually then, that score that comes off the back of that defines the quality of the leads. 
And then what you can do with that is if you notice that you're constantly getting low quality, it means that your marketing plan and your strategy is not aligned correctly. And, you know, you'll easily be able to determine whether your marketing efforts are aligned, whether the terminology you're using, whether the content you're delivering is ultimately going to grow you more effectively or not, or, or you know, more efficiently. So measuring your, your own campaigns carefully will only help you keep a close eye on it. Um, and I think that's one huge important path that everyone needs to to look at um, rather than having, you know, that scattergun approach as I spoke about earlier. Of course, of course. Well, but I like the fact that you speak about the, the topic with a real passion in your voice. So that's uh, that, that's really good to hear. And, and thank you very thank much you. for your insight today. Uh, Adam. No I, think sure. I really appreciate you to the time to to speak to us. I know, I know how busy you are and how, how quickly you are growing as a business. And I know that you are in between recruiting and doing lots of bits and pieces. So really appreciate the the fact that you, you're taking the time to, to speak to me and no guests on, the, on the show today. But um, if anyone would like to get in touch with you, either to pursue the conversation around you know future trends, et cetera, et cetera, or do like Operatics, which is using your services at Damtech to generate leads, be more present in front of potential buyers online, et cetera, et cetera. How do we get hold of you, Adam? Yeah, totally. Anyone can add me on LinkedIn. Uh, my handle is adamsmithbiz, B-I-Z. Um, or visit our website, damtech.co.uk. To be honest, I'd love to have a conversation with anyone around this topic. Um, and if anyone wants to get in touch, please do. And yeah, we can start a conversation and go from there. That sounds good. Perfect. And Damtech is D-A-M-T-E-Q. Don't misspell it, but you will find them and they're the only one on the on, on internet. But again, thank you very much, Adam. Adam, it no was thank great you so having you on the show today. Thank, thank you. you. Operatics has redefined the meaning of revenue generation for technology companies worldwide. While the traditional concepts of building and managing inside sales teams in-house has existed for many years, companies are struggling with a lack of focus, agility, and scale required in today's fast and complex world of enterprise technology sales. See how Operatics can help your company accelerate pipeline at operatics.net. You've been listening to B2B Revenue Acceleration. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.